Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. Well, here we go. Episode number 20. You guys, I am I'm so humbled. I'm so humbled to still be here, <laughs> to still be sharing, and just to walk this journey with you. It has been such a neat experience to share on this podcast with you. And so as we go into our 20th episode, I just want to start off by saying thank you so much for being here, for sharing this podcast, and for getting it into so many people's hands. Each week, more people are listening, and I hope that just means more people running quicker back to Jesus. And so this last week, we just got home from a trip in South Carolina. My husband and I, we lived down there for three years right after we got married. I moved down there with my husband because I had the opportunity to take my dream job in a big level one trauma center emergency room, which is always where I wanted to practice medicine. And so I was a nurse practitioner down there for three years. Once I had my little guy, I've kind of shared this before, my my dreams shifted, my plan shifted a little bit. And part of that included moving back home to be closer to family, but I still, I still loved it and still really much appreciated that job. And this last spring, I had an amazing opportunity to go down and just work on an as needed basis, basically whenever I could go down and help out. And it has been such a gift. And so this last week I spent some time working down there, being in a town we love with coworkers that are incredible. And I learned so much from, and just being in that environment for five days and just being in that setting, it always humbles me. And it always helps remind me of the importance of why we're here. And for many patients that I see, a lot of the things that they're battling could have been prevented just with some lifestyle measures, and they still hold the power to make an impact in them through some of their choices. And so I just want to encourage you, it is so worth the fight to take care of this body that you have, because when you do, then you have the energy and all the things you need to go out and do what God has called you to do. So many people have stopped living because their health has literally been taken out of their hands for things that they could have prevented. And and there's no shame in that. There's no shame. There's no guilt. But just to remind you that, boy, it is worth the fight to take care of your body, opposed to then the battle that comes with all these chronic health conditions that can come as a result of not doing that. But then on the other side, for so many things that I saw that could have been prevented, there are, of course, the instances that no matter what you do, you just can't stop. And things like death, things like cancer, things like illnesses that just completely are not fair. And yet how God can work and move through some of those most difficult things that we face. And I was reading in John chapter 11 today, just some beautiful lines in scripture just about that. This is where Lazarus is sick. And here Jesus says, This illness is not to end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. And maybe you know someone right now, or maybe it's you that's facing an illness right now that is just out of your hands and you feel like, well, I can't have the energy to go do the things because my body is failing me. God even can work through that. And God is saying that whatever I've placed in front of you, I can use it for my glory and I can use it for good. And a little bit later, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live and everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. And that's just a beautiful reminder when surrounded by circumstances that may end in death, death of our body, but our souls, if we 
believe in Jesus and we have life in him, that this is not the end. And we can take peace in that and we can know that what God throws us, he can use for his good. So just a beautiful reminder of that this week and just something I wanted to share and that's been on my heart. And some other reminders too. I am not a person who loves to travel, especially by myself. I don't know about you, but I get anxious when I am in new places or cities or just like places where I don't feel comfortable. Pretty much I get into those thought spirals of thinking everyone's out to rob me or abduct me. And I am so like hyper aware of my surroundings. And this made so clear. One morning I was walking out to my car to get ready for my shifts. I was working really early in the morning. So it was really dark. And so I'm like, I go down the stairs and I'm like, oh my gosh, um, bad people hide in stairwells. Why did I take the stairs? And so I run out to my car as fast as I can. I throw my bag down. I lock the car. My heart's beating like I just ran a 5K. And I sit there and I just like, once I calm down and laugh at myself, I'm like, you know how many times I've walked out this door with my husband and I didn't worry one ounce. I felt comfortable. I knew no one would hurt me because he was here with me, right? And I don't know, maybe that happens to you too. And this happens too, just sleeping at home at night. In the few times that my husband has had to travel for work or wasn't home at night, I was so restless, right? You hear every sound. I always swore someone was breaking into my house and it just like I didn't sleep. But normally every night when he's next to me, the only thing that changes is I know he's sleeping there. And so I sleep like a baby because I don't have to worry about anything. And it's just my husband's presence that's enough to keep me calm. And as I was sitting there thinking about that, I'm like, this this same sense of just this presence is what God wants for us all the time. God wants us to know that his presence will protect us when life gets hard. And he wants you to know that you can walk through your day, still aware of your surroundings, but knowing that he is your shield and your protection. And I thought to Psalm 91, because I just think this has so many good reminders for us. And it's talking about dwelling in the shelter of God and that God's going to be our protection and that he will cover us with his feathers and surround us under his wings. And we will find protection there in his faithfulness will be our shield. And it says, you shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you for he shall give his angels charge over you to guard you in all of your ways. And God is our shield. He is always here protecting us. Even if all these arrows come around us, he's that thing that protects us. So they won't strike us. And Isaiah 41, 13 says, for I am the Lord, your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear. I will help you. The best part is that God never leaves. My husband's awesome. He's amazing, but he's not by my side 24 seven, right? But he can show me that just that presence is enough to make me feel safe and enough to point me back to God because that's what God wants for us. He wants us to know that he is always here and giving us that same sense of peace and protection. In Deuteronomy 31, eight, it says, the Lord himself goes before you. And will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And here, what is happening is Moses is telling this to Joshua. And Joshua is about to take over for Moses. And he just wants him to know that God's going to be with him, right? God is the only one who has been in our tomorrow. And he already knows what's going to happen. So he's going to take care of us. And he is going to protect us. And he is never going to leave us or forsake us. And the same promise that he makes to Joshua, Jesus and God is making to you. 
knowing that he's gone before you. He will protect you. He will never leave you. But I know the thing that I struggle with, and and maybe you do too, is just remembering that God's there, right? Because we can't see him. We have to feel him and remind ourselves of his presence, right? Hebrews 11 says, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Because we don't physically see God. We have to feel his presence. And I think to myself, though, why is it so easy for me to see in my mind all these negative thoughts, right, when I'm out by myself, right? We talked about the last couple of weeks how we can have these thought spirals and how we can see these things in our mind that aren't even true, but we get to thinking them so much that we act like they're true. This happened to me that when we were getting gas the other day, we pulled up to a gas station and this car pulled up behind us, a little rough looking car, and there was a young man driving and then this older gentleman in the back seat, and he kind of like leaned up forward and I swore they were looking at me like and then I'm thinking okay why is this man sitting in the back seat he's kind of leaning forward I swear they're eyeballing me down and right my brain goes into a million different directions and once I finally snapped out of it there was a woman sleeping in the front seat with her chair back I just didn't see her so that's why this other guy was in the back seat and they were looking at a menu behind me they weren't looking at me although they probably ended up looking at me because I was probably staring at them with this blank look in my mind right but we can imagine all these worst case scenario. So why is it that when I go out, I don't see the presence of God and feel the presence of God within me? And we come back to the same thing because the enemy doesn't want us to see God. Are you catching this trend here? Like this is what it's about. If God wants us to feel peace, the enemy doesn't want you to feel it. He doesn't want you to know God's presence. So he'll distract you. He'll make you spiral. He'll do all these things to make you think that God isn't there. And so we get this choice and this chance to fight back. And it takes practice. This does not happen overnight, but it will happen with consistently showing up and working on it. So it takes recognizing those spirals and distractions, those things that take you away from seeing God. And then it's also learning to see and feel God in the small moments, the moments where we are at peace and we're not facing all those distractions and practice it there. And so that's my first challenge for you is just to, when you are sitting in those moments where things feel good, is to feel God's presence in those moments. And so as you learn to do that, as you create a habit of doing that, then as the distractions start to come, you start to recognize what's distracting you, you can pull back to that. And you can know that God's there with you and he'll be that sense of peace even when the world seems a little chaotic around you. The other thing that's really helped is just seeing time after time in scripture that God not only says that he'll be with us, not with his people, but that he follows through. God never fails. He is always with us and he is always protecting us. And it's just making this choice to not only see it, but to feel it. And then maybe you're just thinking, I don't feel it yet. I don't feel his presence. And I just want to remind you, and I remind myself of this, my ability to feel God's presence doesn't override the fact that God is present. And so whether you feel it or not, he's here. He's working. He is protecting you in every situation that you face. And so you get the choice to fight for the ability to see it and to feel his presence and fight for that peace that comes in resting in his power and see that his presence 
is in your life so that you can take steps confidently, knowing that he is guiding you and protecting you just like as confident as I would walk out those steps when my husband was with me because I knew no one was going to bother me. If they did, he was going to be there to protect me. God's going to do that for you in every area of your life. And so now you can take steps of faith because even if you fail, He'll be there to catch you. And that just makes me think of Peter when he walks on the water. He takes these first couple steps out into the unknown and does this big thing in front of him. But even when he starts to fail and he starts to doubt and then he's drowning, Jesus is there to catch him. And so I just want to remind you of that today, that God is with you, that you can have peace to live your day knowing that he's guiding you and protecting you and guarding you and that you can find rest and you can put an end to those spirals and you can live out life with a sense of peace. And it's just remembering he's always with you. And once you start to see that, you'll find that sense of comfort that only he can give. You can rest comfortably because he's here with you. You can be aware of true dangers and he will guide you and give you that intuition when something is real and to avoid it, right? But then he will also prevent you from going into those spirals and find that peace that comes and living with him. And in a world that is filled with so many things that try to steal our peace, in a world that is filled with so many anxious thoughts, with so many things that are trying to rob us from our joy. And I saw that again, even this last week, just so many people fighting so many things. It's worth it to fight back. It's worth it to fight back and find your peace in Jesus. And I hope that that can be our message for today and something that can carry with you as you continue to go through this week. So let's close today in prayer. God, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for being present in my life, even when I don't feel it. Help me to remember that you are here and that I can choose to seek out your presence and to feel the peace that only you can give and to know that even when all the arrows are flying around near me, they will not come because you are my shield and you are my protection and I can take that rest in you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Well, episode number 20 is a wrap, and it is such an honor to be here with you. Do not forget, every week we take these podcast topics and we put them into motion through a faith-based workout, and we would love to have you join us. You can see a list of our upcoming workouts at palmrunning.com slash virtual events. And if you can't make the live class, we have all of our past workouts in our replay library available for you. And you can try them out for free for the first three days and see what you think. And if you want to join in, there's all the information on our website. You can see the link in the show notes or go to palmrunning.com. As always, thank you so much for being here. We'll see you again next week.